You're listening to the RNR podcast with your host Richa and Rina. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about the royal family. Um, so recently, um, Queen Elizabeth II passed away, and I thought, like personally, I I was the one that brought it up with Rena. I was like, um, you know, maybe it'd be a good time to talk about the royal family and like general. And yeah, I think England, we decided you know? to talk about them before she passed. Like, I think she was sick before, you know. Um, oh, and then yeah, because we like, she was oh. sick in the morning. Yeah, and then she passed in like the evening yeah. or afternoon. Didn't she? Wasn't she sick for a couple of days, or am I just thinking that? She was doing something the day before, apparently, and then she was sick in the morning. If I if I remember correctly, okay. okay. I didn't I didn't look through a timeline or anything, but yeah, we decided to do this episode before she passed, and I I remember thinking like, what if like we record this and then she passes away? But um, happened pretty quickly, honestly. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, so I um, like I think first of all. What are we feeling? The royal, what? What are we feeling like about this situation? I feel like you're gonna say I something. Mean, so, no, like I wanted to mention first that like yeah. the royal family has a very complicated history, very, very complicated. So like you, so like I think right away when people found out that she died, especially if you're on Twitter, um, there is a lot of things being thrown around that you might not have seen on other apps. I think. And yeah. a lot of it had to do with people's opinion on the royal family, their history with imperialism and colonialism and mm-hmm. and even Queen Elizabeth's own like actions during her time, be- yeah. even before she was queen and then obviously during her reign as well. Cuz um they are not I wish that I could say I felt bad. I wish I could say that you know maybe I felt bad that she passed away and such, but I don't exactly because they have Queen, the queen herself, she had such a complicated, like, ruling, and I think a lot of people try to minimize it, especially, mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna say specifically, like, white people, you They know? sanitize, like, what she's done over the course of her, her reign as queen of England. She became queen at age 25, I believe, and now yeah. she's like she was in her 90s, like 95, 97. I'm not sure how old she was, but that's quite a long time. And there's been so much change within her, her whole life. And I have a hard time believing that she was able to pro- be progressive in a way that like mattered and would be good for future generations and the current um, climate in England right now, uh, demographically mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, and you say you wish you could feel bad about it. I I don't feel anything. I <laughs> actually feel kind of glad that she passed because she, I mean, not that like the royal family still exists. So her passing did not like do anything about the institution that still exists. But um, I don't know. She's one of, I think a lot of people called Philip this. Well, was he a prince? Was he a king? I don't know. But they called him the original colonizer. They are the same generation, Elizabeth and Philip. Well, they're from the same family, but like they're cousins. Okay. Yeah, let's um, not let's not try to like go around that. First cousins. But yeah. But if I remember like reading about the history a little bit, okay. I don't know 
I really don't know a lot about them, but from what I remember, so Queen Elizabeth's dad, the his brother was the one who was actually king, but then he married someone outside and then he kind of advocated for the throne. Like he kind of like gave up the throne for the brother. And obviously that was Queen Elizabeth's father. The father passed obviously and went to Queen Elizabeth herself. And um, so she was the one that was technically ruling. I know a lot of people want to say it's Prince Philip because like, you know, like you assume it's the king who did it, but like she was technically the queen. Yeah. She was the one who was the head of the state, mm-hmm. basically. What was she? The head of the Commonwealth or whatever they call it? Well, the Commonwealth are countries that are still under the like the royal family's like thing. Mm. Right. So I think right now there's technically Charles, there's 14 countries that are still technically under. Charles, right? Canada is still one of them. And Australia is another. And then there's a bunch of other countries that are still trying to gain their like independence and stuff underneath now Charles. There's, I mean, from what I saw, it's not doing, people in England aren't really doing that well. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Because of like power and energy. Am I thinking that right? Yeah. Cause there's a lot of money that had to be spent on the funeral and obviously the coronation, which is going to happen next spring. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot of ish, like concern about the heat in the wintertime because mm-hmm. not everyone might be able to have it. And now with all this happening, a lot of resources, money will be going to these quote unquote events, which like will definitely um, impact a lot of the country so yeah. that's an issue mm-hmm. and also um I thought like surrounding the media and the news I thought it was pretty excessive like mm. you know obviously like with Harry and Meghan leaving the royal family and like you know people were talking about them and then about like the whole situation of um I don't know just every little thing they just like talked about the queen and like and because of the that all the attention towards that event we're ignoring all these other problems that are happening so like there's a hurricane it hit Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico they didn't really recover from the hurricane from like five years ago I forgot what it was called it was like Maria I believe Maria and this time another hurricane came I don't know if it was Hurricane Fiona or something but pretty much like a lot of people are homeless there's uh I think the if I remember correctly there's not water like water just like there's no clean water really and like I think there was a company and they're trying to like it's either water or electricity but like the grid just wasn't I think it was electricity but the grid they just didn't strengthen it even though they knew like the storm was coming they they hadn't really prepared for it and I think Fiona just it wasn't that as powerful as Maria but you know even just like the storm that it was it just kind of whatever developments Puerto Rico had made since Maria it just wasn't enough to prepare them and I don't know it's just not I feel bad for the people but like you know Mm -hmm. people are overlooking what what's happening over there because of the queen and her funeral and all that so that's just one example because there's so many Mm -hmm. things happening every day so yeah obviously right after she passed um a lot of food bank like Mm -hmm. a lot of food banks were like we're gonna close on monday for the funeral but like 
people people have to eat right like I mean why would you close a food bank like and so also uh schedules like concerning surgeries maybe cancer appointments like things that shouldn't be rescheduled and typically I think the NHS it's very one of the downsides of it even though they have universal health care is the waiting time it takes like months to get a schedule for anything so yeah I I saw that too and yeah I, I thought that was pretty um I thought that was just what do I say disrespectful for the living like I just didn't think it was it was sort of um just not cool to do that to people especially with how hard it is to get schedules and appointments and things like that mm-hmm. Food and, yeah yeah none of it none of it was good it's a mess basically but um so one of the other reasons I wanted to talk about um the royal family is because I'm reading this book called why I'm no longer talking to white people about race and the author is British she is black British and it's like I'm I haven't even finished it like so I apologize I thought I could finish it before this um, recording but I haven't yet but but it's really interesting reading it because I have no clue I like previously I had no clue how Britain talked about race and the problem is is that apparently they don't talk about race so what they talk about is American racism but Britain is like the like they're the creators of like a lot of this current like this old time racism that the is still present today yeah they were the OG okay yes. like America's pretty bad like they're like very bad but like England like the, the family like you know they were the OGs they were the ones that like colonized almost the entire almost the entire world okay and and we're like somehow ignoring it because the queen passed like I mean it's like kind of bonkers if I'm really honest yeah and so um and so it's really interesting like reading from her perspective about like how you know when you try to call it out obviously it happens here too but like over there you try to call it out and like people very much minimize it right and she was talking about this really racist guy in Britain called Nick Griffin or something and how like he like she actually had a conversation with him in the book because because in Britain you cannot talk specifically about someone's points uh, um, and without them coming in and having a say or having the option to come in and like kind of rebuke you know rebuttal you know is this like a rule or is this like it's a copy it's like a it's like it's a thing okay in books Hmm. and so she actually had a conversation with him because she was like oh like do you want to speak about this about this and that like about what she was saying because the reason why he's so racist and stuff is because he is scared about the idea that in maybe 30 years from now Britain is gonna the white British people are gonna be the minority in the country right I mean that's gonna happen here in the U.S. too but like obviously over there this guy he is very scared of that and like she was trying to like and she was talking about how like they're scared of a black planet you know they're scared of basically being treated as horribly as they currently treat 
POC people, minority, who are the minority right now. And so she was having a conversation with this guy and, and she was asking him questions and she was like, well, you know, I'm like a first generation immigrant, like, you know, or she's like a child of immigrants, right? And she's, she was born in Britain, right? And she has a passport and she has everything, right? And she, and she was asking him, oh, do you want me to leave? Like, is this what you want? And he was like, basically like, yes, like, do not stay here, go, go back to your country, like, basically like that. But she's like, she's British though, like, she's actually English. And he's telling her that because simply because she's a Black woman. And so that was the craziest thing to me. Like, that was, but obviously there's people like that here too, but yeah. Yeah, they know they know how what it's like to be like they know the treatment that people of color, especially black black people, are experiencing it. Mm -hmm. It's like they think that everyone is like them. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. so crazy. Of, but anyway, um, yeah, then move on. But the point I'm trying to make is that like when you try to talk about this this stuff about like the history of colonialism, imperialism, about like white privilege, and about what what certain people have done suddenly you can't talk about it suddenly it's like an issue that you bring it up right yeah and that's the and that's the idea of like the idea that a lot of people poc people say about how some white people are mad about you calling them racist instead of actually mad about the racism mm -hmm. um and that's that's kind of something i saw when people were trying to call out like the royal family and about the queen's complicated history because she was in fact an active player in imperialism and colonialism and stuff mm -hmm. she wasn't exactly benign you know like so that's why I said in the beginning maybe it would be nice if I could mourn her death because she was an old lady but she wasn't exactly like she was kind of malice actually you know she was mm -hmm. pretty malicious um I'm thinking about Kenya and about the concentration camps there in her like in the 1950s in 60s she was the she was the ruler at the time and then before that in Yemen she was in charge of the um like like the royal family the English they had like a like a base there because they technically had control of the country or whatever right she was put in charge of that she was put in charge of that you know so she wasn't she wasn't she was pretty active is what I'm saying yeah. So like, um, I saw like, I, I think I might know what you're referring to, but on Twitter, people were trying to call her out. I looked at the replies and there is a bunch of people who are saying things like, oh, like, you know, that happened in the past, like, you know, and they were, they were trying to like, kind of excuse her, like, you know, like she was the queen, like, you know, she wasn't like the ones doing, the one actually doing this and like, you can spin it how you want but she you know she has the title of queen and you know right now monarchy doesn't really have a lot of power currently but back then like she she's been a ruler for over like 50 years she's 70 70 that's even worse 70 and like she she did a lot of terrible things like you mentioned and she's not just someone's grandma she was she was evil like i mean she was she was a total like she was the head of an institution that that passed laws regulations and policies to for control over different countries and nations and they actively like kind of beat the rebellion the 
rebels like out of people they did terrible things to the people in Yemen and Kenya and also other people not to mention like there's so many other like countries that she did terrible things to I saw so many tweets about like the Irish and like how they're so happy oh my god and like no one was calling them no not a lot of white people were calling them out as much as they're calling out black and brown people you know like they you know the the Irish all all of us we we were all like affected by this in a way and I don't know like you know they they get the excuse of like they get the privilege of white privilege but like you know it's just like strange yeah, I just also want to mention like India specifically, obviously we're South Asian, but like, Nepali yeah, yeah, Nepali. So I don't exactly know the history of Britain with Nepalis. I got to look into that. But India, like they did awful things um, in India and to Indians and like, you know, basically. Yeah, yeah South Asian countries. So yeah, actually, yeah, yeah quite a bit. I'm thinking about uh Bangladesh I feel like they did some stuff there I mean I'm sure they did but like I don't know none of it's good none of it's good no um and I'm thinking about the partition just between Pakistan and India like the British were the ones who caused that to happen with the borders and everything and like the deaths that occurred when um the migration had happened like Britain was is directly involved in that and they did like millions of um, individuals had died in that mm-hmm. in that time a lot of people were displaced because of that and it's because mm-hmm. of like, Britain it was their work that did all that and if I remember correctly they never really took over Nepal and I have a feeling it might have been because China was right there or at least oh. Tibet was there you know which I mean China doesn't really acknowledge Tibet but um I, I think we talked about this with our parents but they said that England had a treaty with Nepal something about soldiers and people and I'm I don't none of it sounds good okay like Britain to me they will never have any good good intentions when it comes to treaties because to me Nepal is such a small country I don't think they had any other choice but to sign the treaty like what did imagine if Nepal said no I have a feeling if they given the chance Britain would have tried to invade Nepal so they didn't treat any like country right and for and a lot of people sanitize that history they just say it's like in the past but like a lot of people were directly impacted by the the things that they did and um, for all these in and then like all these years later like the royal family has never really felt the consequences of all the actions that they've done and all the bad things that they've done to countries and nations I'm just going to speak about Nepal for a second, but apparently there's a war between the East India, like, company, which is obviously Britain, mm-hmm. and Nepal, like, in 1814, okay, like, it lasted for, like, two years, okay. um, and it resulted in the treaty between, like, where Nepal ended up retaining the land that they are. They were never, they were never taken over by the British because they lost, apparently. Bhutan was never taken over by the British. Um, so yeah. Their name they is actually their name is Myanmar. Myanmar, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, blame the British. Yeah. Exactly. But um <laughs> yeah, so there's that. But um I, I was just thinking that the royal family visited Nepal a bunch. Is it because of the treaty? Probably. They need to keep good relations. 
they they try they like I mean okay as you know I've seen pictures of the royal family going to different countries trying to be diplomatic this and that but most of the time it is to keep like because they have such a deep history like as the family in these countries because um because either Britain had taken over them or they had a treaty with them and they had to maintain that India has they have um a thing against the royals obviously Irish people like I'm not not I yeah that a genocide right yeah the potato famine hmm. that like that was I I learned I knew about the potato famine okay but obviously recently I learned that it was technically genocide against the Irish hmm. and such yeah um so that's one of other reasons why they don't like the royal family and the British the mm-hmm. Caribbeans I know they don't like them either mm-hmm. I think like South Africa is aren't oh. they part of the Commonwealth they might be yeah I I'm thinking I think they're one of the countries I saw that was colored in where they're still like part of the Commonwealth um, there's a lot of African countries obviously that Britain is one of the main colonizers so I mean Kenya, Yemen, South Africa, uh, Nigeria, um, yeah there's just not one country that hasn't at least been touched by British colonization and imperialism so anyway I'm not sad you won't catch me sad about this yeah I just don't like Charles and actually I was gonna say that we should talk about the children like at least the two children that you and I do not like, which I don't know anything about the other children. I don't or like I'm whatever. I'm indifferent. And then there's people I actively dislike. So let's talk about the two children that you're going to talk about. Charles and Andrew. Yes. Um, Charles. Yes. He's currently like the acting king. He hasn't been coronated yet, but he is technically going to be king he's not a good person let me just say because I'm thinking about Diana okay I'm always thinking about Diana and Charles he did not treat her very well okay he basically ruined her life okay he was a predator because she was 16 and he was like in his he was close to 30 okay when they Um, met yeah and then they got married shortly after like I mean she had to be 18 I think but um and then like I I don't think he was he just didn't treat her right he like kind of straight up ignore her he had an affair with Cam- what, what's her name Camila Camila she he was talking to Camila like even before they were getting married after they got married like Camila was always there and like Diana knew right and she was yeah. like that's not a proper marriage okay that is a very toxic marriage and yeah. she couldn't she tried to tell him I think and stuff but like obviously he wouldn't listen it didn't matter if he she was his wife he was still talking to Camila and he had another mistress okay and like in like I don't know I think there's like some strange custom that he had to follow where he had to marry like a young person or something like that like she was from a good family like something along those lines like he couldn't marry Camila and it just like it was just straight up not like not good he's not a good person he did not treat diane well i don't know she just her mental illness did not like do well and then and I think she had her own affair because he just wouldn't stop and then they ended up getting a divorce because the queen permitted it by then she had two kids william and harry 
Yeah, I mean, well, and then she was killed by the paparazzi, which is really sad. Yeah, and it's because they're so obsessed with her, with the with the royal family, you know. And yeah, he straight up ruined her life. And I'm, I don't think she, he cared at all. He didn't care about her. Yeah, yeah, and he like deserve whatever. I don't, I don't like the queen, but I don't like him like at all. And then there's Andrew. Like God. Um. First of all, let me just say, I knew about, I knew who Charles was, but I didn't know who Andrew was, okay, until I watched a documentary about Epstein on Netflix. The free Epstein. Two, several years ago. If you guys remember, I mean, it was kind of big, but Jeffrey Epstein was kind of this, I would call him a socialite. He wasn't born into the spotlight, but like he, he basically trafficked, trafficked people, like girls, young girls. And no one knows who his clients were. There are theories, but one of those people that kind of came to light was one of his clients was basically Prince Andrew. Mm-hmm. And it was, and the thing is, okay, Epstein, he he was going to be someone that could have, um, like he's one of the biggest child traffickers. Okay, first of all, child child traffickers and he had a lot of clients that as you said were big names okay were very big people potentially and they could have gotten a lot of people a lot of these clients if obviously Epstein was live but he was definitely killed and so Mm -hmm. but obviously from pictures and evidence of like people that have been on this island Mm -hmm. uh pictures of like of girls like children with these clients, one of the pictures that was revealed was Prince Andrew with uh, one of uh, the people that I think sued Epstein or something. I don't know, but she was really big in the case about how Prince Andrew was one of the people that she saw um, and was involved with. And Prince Andrew, like he tried to clear his name, but he's not very good at doing that because he yeah. essentially kind of incriminated himself. But yeah, from what I found- he com- basically confirmed that it was him through interviews and whatnot. The case happened, and I think they settled out of court, if I remember correctly, through payment. And the money that people are saying that he paid her with was from the queen. So even though he might have been stripped of his titles back then, the queen's still trying to make sure he doesn't have a criminal record, making this happen like out of court out of the spotlight and I don't know just like it's just all disgusting I I mean she kind of supported it in a way you know it was excuse me it was 12 million pounds which is not nothing okay Mm -hmm. and obviously if you take out current time inflation like it would have been a lot of dollars um, if you really converted that when she paid it because okay 12 million pounds is a lot and she was the one who paid it is what I saw mm-hmm. um and that's that's gross to me okay yeah it's not because... like he had a job to do that like no it was all from the royal family from the queen she had to probably have approved of it of the use of it and you know this is I this is from the tax paying money of the citizens of England like it's just sad because um what Epstein did is so awful and and then having someone like prince andrew who is very like who is part of the royal family not be in jail 
after what he's done and after what he's like essentially dehumanized these girls I mean it's just not good and I'm sure there's a lot more other big people who were part of this and stuff but like the fact that we knew we knew that Prince Andrew was involved in and nothing happened still is just really sad and with Charles I I don't know if this is official but with Charles being king gonna be king people are saying that he put Andrew as one of the people who would be in charge if he was out of commission right one of the five people or whatever so like Charles didn't he get his title and status back to Andrew didn't he give it back to him is that I don't I mean to be on that if he was gonna be someone who could take over um the point is is that the queen the family they still support Andrew they're still like helping him in a way and he is still benefiting from this institution this royal family institution none of like he didn't face any consequences like I don't care his status title he's just not doing official like royal family stuff he's let off scot-free like nothing nothing happened Mm -hmm. yeah so it's disgusting Um, and you know the thing is that I don't like is the fact that he's not there's not enough news about what he's done and why he's still involved in the whole, like in the ceremonies involving the queen. And then a lot of the British media is like attacking Harry and Meghan. Like, you know, because they're simply being them and Andrew the criminal is still like walking around, you know. That's so British media. Like, and like, that's the, I don't think we talk enough about Andrew. I don't think we talk enough about Charles and what he's done in the past. And who knows, like, if Charles is involved with Epstein, too. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, that's like, a potential. Yeah, that's a potential, too. Like, who else, you know, in the family? Like, it's a lot of, a lot of gross people. I mean, those two more specifically. But, I mean, Philip, like, all of them. They're all from the same tree. And like, not to mention what's it, whatever her name is, Giseline, uh, whatever, yeah. who was technically Epstein's partner in all of this. She is a British socialite. Okay, she is a British or or whatever. She's up there. She's a socialite. Okay? Yeah, she's a high status. M- meaning that her family, her status, whatever, they did hang out with the upper crest of the British status and class, and that did include the royal family. Okay, so I have no doubt. The royal family was involved even if what we know now is just andrew being involved no one's talking about it and then they're all talking about harry and Meghan. they've done nothing they i mean i don't i'm indifferent but like you know there are worse people like in the family um i just yeah i've seen um clips they have this show on apple tv of them it's like almost an extension of their thing their interview with Oprah and they're talking about like their mental health obviously and about like Megan's situation and like you know after certain ceremonies and stuff she would be crying in the dark and stuff like and because she didn't get a break and they weren't treating her very well and she she is a light-skinned black woman but they still based were very much racist to her her children Archie before he was even born they're being very racist and like they yeah so I it's really crazy that like 
they're out of the spotlight. They don't want to be a part of the royal family. They left for their health. And the British media is still trying to attack them. But at least they're not in that environment is what, is what I'm happy about. The royal family. Um, yeah, they need to abolish the monarchy. Yeah, like they do. Yeah, I, I just have, you know, a lot of people in those Twitter comments, you're saying like, oh, the royal family, they actually have no power. Yet people were saying abolish the monarchy. They were they were saying a bunch of things like to Charles, like, oh, like, you're not my king, things like that. Those people got arrested. So if they are actually figureheads, if they actually have no power, then why are they using the police to arrest these people? I thought they didn't have any power. I thought they had nothing. Yet they're using the police to enforce, to stop these people from protesting. They're using millions, millions of pounds from the taxpayers' pockets. And they're, they still have so many, like, aside from the money, they got, like, they got different, they they owe a lot of different land they have a lot of different treasured items from other countries that are in stores they stole yes that they stole they're still excluded from so like laws and they got special like rules and whatnot right like they don't pay taxes like which is insane to me because they're so rich but they don't pay taxes like why yeah they I thought they were just figureheads, yet they have so many of these privileges without actually doing any good for society. Like, I don't care if you do, you go to charities and whatnot now. Your legacy is still alive today. They're still, like, obviously, like we mentioned before, they're, they're still the heads of 14, 15 different countries around the world. Why don't you, you know, get out of them? Why don't you, like, let them be independent I don't know you know that I feel like they're the type of people that would say like oh colonization actually helped them imperialism actually helped them no it didn't that's not true they're very and they got everything that you don't yeah um you're speaking facts and I personally don't have too much else to say but what I like my last comments I guess is that like you know there's there's people like there's people that are like online who are seeing this like outrage and are like why don't you just respect the queen you know why don't you just respect her and like I saw this on Twitter as well but like you know there's so many people who have died and who have suffered from their legacy for me to respect the queen like I would have to disrespect millions and millions of people for hundreds and hundreds of years who have been impacted by the legacies of this one family, by this country who have essentially ruined a lot of lives. I would have to disrespect all of them to respect one person and I will not do that. I will not respect someone who did so much damage, a family really, who did so much damage. Yeah, I cannot say that any better than you. Um, moving forward, uh, it looks like a lot of countries were trying, you know, I mean, there's technically no leader right now since Charles is not being coronated. So I think a lot of countries right now are going to take the chance to vote themselves to be independent. So I wish those countries luck. You know, a lot of sanitation happened within history. And the only reason why I know about Kenya and I know about Yemen, what happened there, is because people were talking about it online. Like, I didn't know any of that. I mean, I know Brit Britain's like racist. I already didn't like the royal family, but like, you know, this cements my feelings from before. So I hope that in the future that um, 
more historians and more people are being taught about um, Britain and their global influence and their imperialism and their imperialism and colonialism. I just hope people, more people talk about it and we actually acknowledge the damage that the family and the country has done. Yeah, I agree. Mic drop. <laughs> Anywho, uh, thank you everyone for sticking around and hearing us talk about the family. Yes. Um, I hope you come back for our next episode. Until yeah. then, take care. All right. Bye.